guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey guys, Morgan here bringing you another episode of Joy and Hope. I know I'm posting just a little bit early this week, but it's because June 14th to the 16th, is that what this upcoming Monday through Wednesday are? I'm speaking at a conference called The Summit in Kansas City. Please pray for me. I'm super excited. I am going to be representing Joy and Hope, and I'm also going to be leading one of the breakout sessions, which I hope to record and share on my YouTube channel. So go check that out in a couple of days, probably after Wednesday or Thursday by the time I get it uploaded. But it's going to be it's going to be called How to Share Your Faith with Your Family. So if that sounds something sounds like something that would interest you, go check it out. Guys, I'm just going to be real for a second. It's just really hard to make these episodes sometimes. It is very awkward to sit in front of my camera, especially now that I have a light. It's super weird. (laughs) And so at the beginning of this episode, I just need to shake out that weirdness a little bit. Jesus, on this feast of your sacred heart, I just pray that your love will wash over me. Get rid of all these weird jitters and help me not to try too hard. (laughs) Like to do your will, but not to worry about it. Thank you. Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Have mercy on me. Let's say another little prayer, shall we? Maybe that's why I've been so jittery lately. I haven't prayed enough to Mama Mary in my videos. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Totus tuus Maria ego sum. I am totally yours, Mary. Better. So today's topic is something that has been on my heart for a while. And I have mentioned it in previous episodes, but it's this concept that I'm still single, as in not married. So you could be dating, you could be in a relationship, but single in the sense that you're not married. And especially single if you're not even in a dating relationship. So if I'm single, does it mean I'm supposed to do more service? More specifically, Is God letting me be single or making me single because he wants me to do more service before I meet the one? All this stuff, all these things that I've thought or had spoken to me or said at me or directed to me. That's the way I want to say it. All right. The short answer is if you are single and you're wondering, are you supposed to do more service while you're single, 
Yes and no. Here's what I mean by that. Yes, in the sense that you might be free to do more service, but also no, because it depends on the spirit that that you're listening to. If the Lord is inviting you to serve him in more capacities than potentially one day, if you have a family or something like that, that's valid. But there could also be this voice of the evil one, the devil, the father of lies, as he's called in the gospel of John, very accurately. He could be pressuring you to do more service. And that's a lie. And that's not from God. I once heard a priest give a talk and it was called praying through my priorities. Changed my outlook on life because he made this really important point. He said, the devil will do one of two things as far as trying to prevent you from doing the best service for the kingdom of God in your life. One, he'll try to prevent you from doing service at all. That makes sense, right? So he might incite you toward laziness. I don't want to help with this youth group. Or he might even cause you to doubt yourself like Gideon in the Old Testament in the book of Judges. I just wrote about this. Jeremiah in the book of Jeremiah. Um, they question, or Moses, very common example, like they all question their abilities and their worth. And so their answer at first is no to God because they don't think that they can. Or why would you use me? I'm incapable of doing this or I'm nothing, blah, blah, blah. All of those reasons are dumb. (laughs) They're not good enough reasons because God knows that we're nothing. John 15, five, God knows that we're nothing without him. But with him, we can do all things in the book of Philippians, I believe, 316 maybe. Like with God, all things are possible. So, or 413, Philippians 413, hashtag humility. All this to say, the first thing the devil is going to try to get you to do in your life, whether you are single or even if you're married and the Lord is maybe inviting you to do something that's totally out of your comfort zone. For example, I was helping with a youth group in Kansas City while I was living there and a much older gentleman was part of our core team. All of us were pretty much under the age of 30 or for sure 40. And this man was a bit older than the rest of us. And he was there because he was like, no, the Lord wants me to love on these teens. Like the Lord has called me here. And it was totally undeniable, like how much of a light he is to that group and an inspiration to those young people. So no, it's like, don't doubt your youth. Don't doubt your age. Even if you're older, like the Lord uses whoever he wants. What's that phrase? Like the Lord doesn't call the equipped. He equips the called. Don't doubt your ability. If there's something on your heart that you believe the Lord is inviting you to do in his service and for his kingdom, just trust. Just listen. And I always recommend spiritual direction because it can be very hard to discern the movements of our hearts sometimes. And whether it's the voice of the Holy Spirit or the voice of the evil spirit, So I really appreciate unpacking things. And my current spiritual director is a priest. Um, I've had several different spiritual directors ever since I first looked into spiritual direction in college. So about five or six years ago has changed my life 
For example, there was one time where I felt like I was being called to do youth ministry at this certain parish. And when I brought that to spiritual direction and the priest asked me, you know, why do you want to do this? Or why do you think the Lord's calling you to do this? I said these different reasons that I thought were really good reasons. And he just looked at me and said, Morgan, those are all selfish reasons. I don't think the Lord wants you to do this and that that's why it's not happening because you've been trying to get it to happen for, it was at least six or seven months and there had been some promises, but they were misleading. And so, yeah, whenever he just got me to name that, he's like, do you really want to do this? Do you actually want to do this? I realized, no, I really don't. I just felt like I needed to. Spiritual direction, really great tool because sometimes the Lord is inviting us to do something, but sometimes it's that voice of the evil one. Now, the second thing that the evil one can try to get you to do is if he can't stop you from doing service, kind of like, like he couldn't stop me from pursuing that youth ministry position. He will push you. Like I said, he will pressure you to feel like you need to do that. There was not truly an opening for this sort of ministry at the time where I was living, right? But I felt this pressure that this was a void and it needed to be filled. And by goodness, I was going to make it happen. This is so dangerous. Because we stop following the lead of the Lord, we let the devil lead us. And it's crazy, right? Because it's like, but I'm doing God's work. I'm doing service for the church. How could that be wrong? Plain and simple. If God isn't putting that in your life and you're putting it there, it could have deadly consequences because you're leaning on yourself, not him. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. I think that's Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. For sure, that's a passage though. If we're not leaning on him, we are not in a good place and we are destined to fall, which is what the devil wants. So he's going to try to, if he can't stop us from doing service, push us to do the wrong kind of service or too much service. He wants us to burn out more quickly. That's something else this priest had said in that talk. And it's so true, right? I was just having a conversation with a woman this week who was sharing her testimony with me. And she was saying, yeah, I I had been working full time, but I also was doing all this work in my church but I was feeling so empty. And I thought what that meant was I had to do more work in the church. And so she said, I was doing all of these things, but I just felt more empty than ever before. And it's because she was listening to that voice of the devil that was like, you need to do X, Y, and Z when really the Lord just wanted her to do one thing and one thing really well. And that was actually love her family. Because at the time, she said that between her job. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we.
we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing joy and hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.